DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We are joined now by Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham. Kyle, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? We're doing well. The Pac-12 title game looms. Are you going to tell us it's another game, or does it actually feel different? Oh, it feels different. Any championship game feels different. I don't think there's any secret about that. and It is uh, definitely a different feel than the regular season, and so... Uh, you know, positive is our, a lot of our guys have been here before, so it's not new to them like it was last year. So that's a little bit of a, a, uh, a you know, advantage for us. But, uh, you know, we've got a good team in Oregon that we're facing and, and uh, a lot of weapons, and so we got to be at our best. The things that I've noticed this season that I've been wanting to ask you for a long time, and I'll set it up, is usually when guys are pro material like a Jalen Johnson, they tend to go. You know, the Devils had Harry last year. Benjamin's talking about going, and they don't come back. You not only got one player, you got like four or five players to come back. I mean, is it your wife's brownies, or how in the heck did you <laughs> pull that off? Yeah, that was that was unique because there, there, you're exactly right. There was four or five guys that uh, had a strong case for for possibly entering the draft, and I think each one individually did their homework the right way, talked to the right people, uh, and ultimately made the right decision. They all came back. I believe all of their stock has risen. Uh, you know what the guys were talking about in that group, and they've all got their degree now, and and uh, so a lot of positives. And, you know, but there is risk coming back. There's no doubt about it. But but uh, hopefully we, you know continue down this path of uh, them having a great experience and, and uh, like I said, putting themselves in a better position. So it was very predictable that some of these guys, you know, Zach Moss is having a big year. Well, no kidding. But you have been helped by some guys that the fan base didn't know much about. Did you know, for instance, Brant Keith was going to end up being such a difference maker here in the, in the final third of the season? Well, we thought he had the talent. We knew, you know, we saw it last year. He flashed last year uh, at times, and and uh, really credit Andy Ludwig for uh, getting Brant in the right spots and and featuring him in the offense the way he has and playing to his strengths. Because because Brant's a tough matchup in space. He runs exceptionally well. No linebacker can cover him. That's that's a given. And a lot of safety struggle with him. And so uh, to say that we saw this type of production coming and we knew it would happen, no. But we knew that he had the skill set that. Uh, you know, he was going to be a playmaker for us. Yeah, you just said it in that answer to Keithy. Scally's getting a lot of run as a top assistant coach, and I'm fine with that. I don't personally like him, but I'm okay with him getting the publicity. <laughs> but I think the biggest addition to your ball club this year, your program, has been Andy Ludwig because I think he's been absolutely sensational. He has, and, and uh, not only Brant Keithy, but Tyler Huntley. That's been the biggest impact is, is the year that Tyler has had. And, and if you want to have a chance to be a championship team, you have got to have great play at the quarterback position. There's a rare, rare exceptions to that. And, and Tyler is having as good a year as, as possible. I mean, he is, he's been terrific for us. He's been a great leader for us. And just a complete, uh, you know, he's just a different person this year. And, and it's great to see that happen. 75.5% completion percentage. You've coached for a long time. You've got a lot of friends who coached. How many coaches have had that luxury of a quarterback and a passing game that are that efficient? 
Very, very few. And you talk about the other things, you know, in addition to that completion percentage is his yards per attempt, which is a is a really critical stat in the throw game. You gotta be you know, you gotta have a good yards per attempt if you're offense uh, you know, on offense and defense that's something you look at to try to limit. And then you look at his uh touchdown to interception ratio, which is off the charts and and uh you know, the only thing he's not doing is throwing for three or four hundred a game just because we don't throw the ball that much, but but uh, he is as efficient of a quarterback as there is in the country right now when we do throw. So with all these guys coming back, the one thing that, not the one thing, but thing that you've emphasized and your players have emphasized, and, and I'm kind of a cynical dude, but since I've been around your program for a number of years, I see it's really true, and that family aspect of it, I don't know it's because we're in a smaller place as opposed to some of these Pac-12 teams that are in these major metropolitan areas, much bigger than when we are. I don't know if that contributes it for whatever the reason is with this family atmosphere, but I think part of the reason that all these guys came back and said no to the NFL is because they enjoyed that family atmosphere that you are responsible for creating and cultivating how much do you think that can how much do you think I'm right in that the family atmosphere and then something that you can pitch to recruits is guys man we we got something different here well, I would say it was a big part of their decisions, and, and each of them mentioned that as well. You know, when I when I had the chance to sit down with them, and and that culture is something we've worked hard at for for a lot of years. And and uh, what it boils down to is our guys genuinely love each other and love to be around each other. It's a it is a family. It is a, a you know a brotherhood, I guess you could say. And uh, that's something that makes coaching these guys very gratifying. I mean, you don't want to. It's tough to coach a bunch of individuals and guys that are fragmented. And uh, fortunately for us, we're blessed. You know, here at University of Utah, where that's not the case, and our guys really care about each other. Like I said, and and uh, they're great teammates, and they're unselfish. So, what do you do to foster that and make sure that you know California guys don't hang with California guys, and that you know guys don't hang by by race or by uh, grade level? You know, the seniors are good to the freshmen and all that. I mean, how do you how do you what do you do intentionally that manages that? Well, first of all, it it's almost self-perpetuating. I mean, guys come into the program, the new guys, and we have a saying here that you will become us. We won't become you. You'll become us. And that's that's uh, something that the guys learn very quickly here is we have a way of doing things and a, and a way about our football team that, that uh, is how it's going to be. And they... They, uh, you know, they just join in and, and away we go. We're also, uh, you know, in my opinion, one of our main strengths is the diversity on this football team. We're, in our opinion, the most diverse team in America. We have almost exactly uh, one-third African-American, one-third Polynesian, one-third Caucasian. I don't think there's any team in the country that has that blend like we do. And then you got the religious backgrounds, and we got religious backgrounds from, from uh, you know, all different uh, religions. And then we also have the age difference. You know, we have 18-year-old freshmen and 25-year-old returned missionary seniors, and so we've got the whole spectrum of players here. I don't want you to give away a game plan, but Sewell, you mentioned him as on the offensive line, considered by many to be the best offensive lineman in the country. You didn't play him last year when they came in the Rice Eccles because he had an injury. Obviously, he'll be on the field in the Pac-12 title game. Uh, how do you handle that from a defensive perspective? Yeah, he's a great football player. There's no doubt about it, and and you're right. There's a, a lot of people's a lot of people's opinion that uh, know a lot about football believe he might be the best offensive lineman in the country. He's yet to give up a sack this year. I think he's only given up seven hurries, which that's an, you know that's uh, just 
almost unheard of to have that type of a year when you're talking a 12-game season. And, and uh, but I can say this: you know, we've got some pretty good guys up front of our own. And uh, Bradley and I—that'll be a great matchup when Bradley goes against uh, Sewell, or whether it's Mika Tafua. And, and I think that might be the the uh, most intriguing matchup in this game going in is is the Oregon offensive line against the Utah defensive line. There's rain in the forecast. If it really comes down and is a major factor, how does that change the game? Well, it could change depending on how how much rain you get. But the bigger factor, uh, DJ, might be the wind. You know, there's 17 to 18 mile an hour winds projected, and uh, that has more of an impact on what you do offensively than rain does typically, unless it's just a torrential downpour. And so we'll just have to see. But typically, that means the run game becomes accentuated, and you know, the team that runs the football better is most likely going to have the better chance to win. How good does it feel to remain undefeated in your 60s? <laughs> feels great so far. It's been about a week, but but so far so good. <laughs> yeah. And he thinks I like crazy stats. <laughs> well, I brought it up in Tucson, but I didn't bring it up the other night, so I thought I should that's bring right, it up now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one game late. I guess we're two and zero oh now. Yeah, yeah you're two so and zero, oh, man. Good. You're rolling. That's good. Let's keep it going. You got keep that wisdom going. finally. That's right. <laughs> All right, coach. Thanks for a few minutes. We appreciate it. Okay, guys. Great being with you. Thank you. Bye bye.